You have arrived at your destination. Hey guys. Um, guys? Guys? Is there, is there anyone here? This week on Animation Destination. Destination Podcast, an animation celebration podcast. I'm your host, resident cartoon junkie Brandon Jones, and I'm the only one here today. <laughs> um, I'm hoping that this is not a terrible, terrible waste of your time, but um, it's been a crazy Memorial Day weekend, and basically I didn't have any time to get anybody together. Uh, most of my regulars were dealing with a big Memorial Day sale. I had a bunch of stuff to do on Memorial Day weekend, so I couldn't really get a full episode done. Uh, but I didn't want to leave you guys hanging. I'm very adamant about keeping this thing weekly. So this is not something that will be like regular or happening all the time. But um, if things come up to where I can't make a week with uh, guests in the studio and all that, I'm just going to shoot from the hip and run a little thing for you guys. So this week, I'm going to be talking uh, about uh, comics I'd love to see made into cartoons. I'm going to give you the comics that I'm reading today, uh, the best comics that are out there right now that I love, um, and what and what studio I would like to take on this animated project. Um, that's the idea behind that. Uh, but first, uh, I want to take this into the, you know, we're, we're going to keep the whole, uh, we're going to keep the whole, um, you know, uh, uh, pattern that we go through, the whole format of the show. So, uh, you know, pardon my squeaky chair and everything, but, uh, you know, it's, this mic picks up a lot of stuff, but uh, we should be okay. But uh, before we get into that, and just let me know, uh, once this is done, just let me know if this was the worst, most horrible idea ever, but I'm just going to be talking to you guys rather than uh, any guests and everything. So uh, here we go. Um, we're going to move on first to our animation recommendation, which is the McDonald's anime commercial. Um, basically, Japan, Japan McDonald's, or McDonald's of Japan, whatever the company's called, uh, commissioned a two-part uh, commercial, about a one-minute commercial ad advertisement uh, by some big-name animation anime studios, and they're just kind of lovely, and everybody should go check them out. Uh, they, uh, it's just a little two-parter, and it just sort of showcases, you know, people, you know, working hard in McDonald's and uh, advancing their careers from, you know, this sort of starter-level job, which is something I think we really don't do that well here. I don't think we highlight that uh, as well as the Japanese can do. They really cater to, uh, you know, just uh, smaller income 
uh, to, they don't cater to it. They, they, they sort of celebrate it a little bit more than we do. We kind of look at those things as lowly jobs and, you know, it's like, oh, it's just, it's just entry level. It's minimum wage, minimum wage, you know, but, you know, those jobs are important. And I think we should look at them, you know, as stepping stones, as building blocks, as things that, so it's super fun. Go check it out. I like it a lot. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're, they're on YouTube. You can see them both with uh, English subtitles on there and it's uh, really cute and uh, I enjoy it thoroughly. Uh, moving on to Toon News. Batman Harley Quinn trailer is out. Um, it looks really good. Um, we've got Melissa Rauch as Harley Quinn and all the returning cast just about from uh, Batman the Animated Series coming back. We've got Nightwing, we've got uh, Batman, Kevin Conroy, all that jazz. Uh, it's pretty cool looking. Uh, it has the old school uh, Gotham Knights uh, version of the Batman the Animated Series uh, des designs by Bruce Timm. And it looks like an old episode of the show. It looks pretty great. Um, it sort of is rehashing the same plot as, let's say, uh, the Harley Quinn Poison Ivy episode, as well as the Harley Quinn uh, jo the Harley Quinn Eight episode, where she has to help track down the Joker for Batman. So it's pretty much that same plot, but uh, it's got Poison Ivy in it instead of Joker. So it's just a it's a Harley Quinn sort of adventure. So it looks pretty good. Um, you know, uh, so I, I, I think it looks pretty awesome. It's definitely for adults, though. Um, they've made very clear about that. It's not a kid's movie, uh, even though it kind of mimics that style of the old school thing. It's got, you know, some adult situations in it, so don't let your kids see it if you don't want to do that. So, uh, but that's, um, that's, you know, how that goes. They're, 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 they're into R-rated now, and they like it, I guess. I don't know. Uh, moving on, uh, The Loud House is coming to DVD. And it's not even six months past, uh, it's not even six years past uh, the due date for it. So Nickelodeon is actually on the ball. So uh, season one, uh, volume one is coming out to DVD. Uh, you can expect that in stores on June 2nd. Uh, Friday, June 2nd is when that will be, uh, you know, on sale for everybody. And you can pre-order it now on Amazon. So go do that if you are so inclined to check out some uh, Loud House. If you haven't checked that show out, I highly recommend it. It's a return to it's a return to form for Nickelodeon. Uh, it's created by Chris Savino, and it's really quite enjoyable and good, and has a great cast of characters, and is great for the whole family. You should ever, everybody should watch it. So, check it out. Um, next up, Shea Fontana uh, will be taking up Wonder Woman uh, after Greg Rucka exits. So the Greg Rucka run on Wonder Woman's about to wrap up. And uh, Shea Fontana, the writer for uh, a lot of animation, actually. So um, she writes for uh, DC Superhero Girls, uh, the comic and the, the animated shorts, I believe. Uh, and she's also done uh, many other sort of kids-oriented programming uh, from her IMDb page, as far as I can tell. But um, it looks pretty fun. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I, I feel like that's a good one to take over for Wonder Woman. So, you know, well, she gets to dive into some more, you know... Uh, teen or serious uh, things and not just uh, keep it light with the kids and stuff like that. So it should be fun to see. Um, I'll definitely be checking it out. I've enjoyed Greg Rucka's run, but it's always good when uh, they get a good, talented person to pick it up. So let's hope she can she can pull that off. <clears throat> 
OKKO is coming in August, the new animated series by Cartoon Network. Um, It's basically like a fighting game come to life, but everybody in the world is sort of a fighting game character, and they just do mundane jobs. So um, they sort of work in like this cul-de-sac strip mall, um, and KO, the young trainee, uh, stock boy, uh, works at the grocery store and they fight rivals and, you know, have super moves and superpowers and it looks pretty fun. Uh, I, there's pilots out there. There's little shorts out there that are done by different animation studios that are really cool. Uh, go check out OKKO with an exclamation point because they want to make sure it's, uh, hard hitting right from the start, I guess, right from when you read the title. Uh, but yeah, should be fun. I can't wait for it. Uh, Walking Dead is going to be getting probably an animated series of the first eight issues. It'll be a motion comic style. There's actually a short that came out in 2012. Uh, this is done by Phil Lamar. Phil Lamar did, uh, a lot of the graphic work, apparently, and a lot of, or a lot of the, the voice acting. And from what I can tell from the article, a lot of the graphic work, I don't know if that's a typo or not, but apparently Phil Lamar uh, did the graphic work. I have no idea if this article is, is correct in that. I, I can't really tell. But in 2012, he voiced uh, Rick Grimes in the first issue motion comic of, uh, or like the first half of the first issue, I believe. Um, and it was really cool. Uh, it was very awesome. And, uh, I think people should uh, probably check that out. And then AMC has decided to kind of pick up that style and make an animated series out of the original comic. It'll be a motion comic that follows the actual comic to a T. Um, and that seems pretty cool because they also have, of course, the uh, the show that kind of goes on as is, you know, however that wants to be. They just sort of write it however they want. And it's way different from the comic, but, you know, uh, it, it, it keeps them with two lucrative uh, properties, so uh, it's pretty smart. Uh, but yeah, so that, that'll be cool to watch the Walking Dead animated series, which will be a motion comic sort of style. I don't know if you like that style. I'm not a big fan of it, um, but this was actually quite well done, and uh, I'd, I'd probably check out the first few, and I've actually never read the comics, so uh, maybe I'll learn some new stuff if I watch it. Uh, but yeah, seems pretty cool. Uh, Animaniacs reboot. Uh, so the the prevailing rumor is that uh, they're getting a reboot. Uh, it's in talks right now. Uh, Steven Spielberg has expressed interest uh, and said he pretty much wants to do it. And uh, both Warner Brothers and another studio, I think, uh, is wanting to chime in on it uh, because the Netflix, when it was released on Netflix, it got a big resurgence. A lot of people watched it. A lot of people, you know, like got that nostalgia. Uh, tingle in their in their spine, and uh, they figured, well, it seems to be have a it seems to have a bit of a resurgence and and more life to it. So let's see if we can give it a little push and see if we can get it out there. So uh, I guess I, I no word about who's going to be behind it, who's going to be voicing it, what what the tone is going to be, anything of that. It just says Animaniacs reboot is in talks. Uh, so it, there hasn't even been money spent on it yet. So this could all come collapsing tomorrow. You don't know. Um, you know, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not jumping on it just yet, but exciting news that everybody seems to be very adamant about doing it. So I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be stoked about that. So we'll see if that happens. All right, cool. So that's it for Toon News on this week's episode of Animation Destination, which brings us, uh, to our ad break of the day. So go check out that ad break and we'll see you right back here. Mitch, Steven. Do you like comic books? They're pretty good. Do you like me? Well, do you like you? Yeah. 
Well, you should listen to me and you on Bagged and Bearded talking about comic books on the DNN. That's pretty cool. It's pretty fantastic. It's free. Yeah. It's fun. What, what, like, is it anything about comic books or just about comic books? Do you do, like, maybe talk about story arcs? Yeah. Heroes? Yeah. Villains? Yeah. Writers and artists as well? Well, sure. Cool. Don't forget Eric Groovely's there. Yeah, he's sort of there. <laughs> Listen to Bagged and Bearded on the DNN. Every Wednesday. All right, and we're back. Uh, back today with our topic of the week. Topic of the week. Um, again, uh, it's going to be a short episode. I'm only talking to you guys. Uh, I'm going to try and maybe whittle this down into uh, a video format. So uh, bear with me as I, as I stumble through this as much as I possibly can uh, and tell you exactly uh, the comics that I want to see and what studio I want to do them. I've got seven here. So this is seven comics that I want to see made into cartoons and studios that should create them. So here we go. Uh, comics that I read. These are all comics that I read and have read and, you know, have read in the last uh, year or so. So here we go. This is in no particular order. So first we've got Ghost Rider. Uh, the new Ghost Rider, Robbie Reyes. I want to see that done by Madhouse Studios. Ghost Rider by Madhouse would be super cool. See, the Robbie Reyes uh, form of Ghost Rider is this sort of sleek, leather suit-wearing uh, demon with a giant bleach mask. It looks like Ichigo's uh, visored mask from Bleach. And uh, it just has flame, like kind of spewing off of it, and like in like engine flames, can sparks coming out of his mouth, and he kind of roars like a like a strange, weird howl kind of thing. It's 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 really cool looking, and and I feel like Madhouse Studios, the guys that do One Punch Man, uh, that do um, uh, you know uh, Hunter Hunter, I think they could really make those moments really, you know, punch and be really cool to watch and see him fling the chains around and stuff like that. I, I would love to see that. So that's my first one is Ghost Rider by Madhouse. Uh, next up is a fun little comic that I read on Comixology. Uh, you can go to Comixology.com. This is not sponsored. Uh, but you can go to College on... College on... College comicsology.com uh, and uh, it's it's got some great you know digital downloads for comics and everything and exclusive downloads and I read one of those uh, called Bandette. Uh, Bandette is this cool little um, homage to the old uh, French girl detective books I would say uh, it's done by Paul Tobin and Colleen Coover uh, who's a great artist she's absolutely phenomenal uh, I love her art style uh, it's really cool um, very, very sleek, very simple, very bright colors. Uh, it's just gorgeous, really. It looks like it's sort of matted like a crayon is, is drawn on it, but it's very cool. Uh, it, it, again, it's, it's sort of a, a, an homage to Fantomette, which is an old uh, girl detective, girl adventure book from France that I'm assuming Colin Coover probably read when she was young. Uh, I'm sure that's the, the basis of it, but it's about this thief that goes around and she's like very bubbly and very happy kind of a you know kind of a personality and she only steals from the wicked the evil types and everything and is very 
uh, kooky and eccentric, and she eats candy bars all the time. It's it's very fun. Uh, but I think Rebecca Sugar uh, would be really good at adapting that. Um, you could kind of even hear Rebecca Sugar's voice if she like had like a little a little French accent. You could definitely hear her uh, voicing Bandette as she says all these really. Uh, kooky, bright, uh, uh, kind of goofy, happy things that, as she steals right from underneath the villains, uh, villains' noses. It's super cool. Go check out that comic and uh, hope. Cross your fingers that we might get an animated series sometime. Really cool. Next up, East of West. East of West. This is one of the most high impact. This is one of the coolest series uh, I've ever read by Jonathan Hickman. Um, it's uh, East of West. It's this sort of uh, uh, weird alternate world USA. Um, it's like the United States knew the frontier times, but if if like other nations had all kind of. Uh, accumulated to the United States and not just Britain and it's sort of like is an amalgamation of like seven different nations or five different nations and they all kind of like hold a piece of the land um, and during that time like uh, science advancement uh, was you know it was sort of a boom and because um, all these different uh, you know, uh, cultures kind of thrived and, you know, the war kind of like bred, like, cause there's a Chinese sec- uh, area, there's a native American place, there's an African nation that kind of has set up shop. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really cool how they, how they kind of like, um, everything sort of advanced in a warlike fashion. Uh, so not only that, um, but the four horsemen of the apocalypse are roaming around and, uh, Death is angry because his family, he sort of didn't want to be a four horseman anymore. The, the four horsemen keep getting resurrected again and again, and uh, he didn't want to be a four horseman anymore. He just wanted to live a life. So the four horsemen basically murdered his wife and his child. So then it's Death basically hunting down the other four horsemen in this crazy world. Um, and I would love to see uh, Trigger animations do that. Trigger, uh, known for Kill the Kill, uh, Little Witch Academia, uh, stuff like that. They have a really good uh, eye for singular color. And if you look at the colors of um, of uh, East of West, everything's very barren. It's very deserty. Um, you know, obviously because it's the Old West, but but like the colors are very bright and and stagnant. Each of the even each of the um, uh, of the four horsemen are like a, a singular color. Uh, war is red. Pestilence is blue. And it just it, they're they're very bright. Uh, even death, he's like a bright white. He's like just like a bright white figure in bright white clothes. Everything he wears is white. He has a white face, white hair. Uh, he's you know intimidating as all heck. Uh, but it has some of the most explosive like action in between. Uh, tense dialogue I've ever seen and I think Trigger really does like explosive action really well. I think they do they, they, they have a knack for I guess because of the limitations of uh, budget. They, they, they usually have to hold off on all the action and crazy scenes until it's really worth it um, so they can take like little steps but I think with the color scheme uh, the, the, the strange sort of uh, wacky proportions that kind of takes whenever some some action occurs, um, and also just 
tearing apart armies of things. Uh, if you've ever watched Kill a Kill or uh, Gurren Lagann, like you can tell, like that would be perfect for them. I, I think Trigger would be great to adapt East of West, and I would, I would love to see that. <clears throat> uh, next up, we got John Carter. John Carter of Mars. Uh, Dynamite Studios has done a ton of these. It's John Carter of Mars. Uh, Warlord of Mars, uh, Mars Warlords, uh, Deja Thoris of Mars, Queen of Mars. Uh, it's all those stories um, by Edgar Rice Burroughs, uh, the guy that created Tarzan and uh, many other adventure books. Um, but uh, I would love to see Studio Mir do that. Studio Mir, I think, does alien worlds beautifully. We've seen them do it with Voltron. Uh, they, they do... They'd have a great take on like interesting alien animals or animals that don't really exist. Um, and you know, uh, uh, John Carter's full of those. They have the white apes that are freaking amazing. They've got the, the, the weird lizard pet that John Carter has. Uh, it's just really cool stuff that I think uh, they would they would do very well with. Also, there's like kind of a weird martial art that uh, uh, the, the the main characters kind of study and. I, I think it would be phenomenal. It just like looking at uh, Voltron, it just screams John Carter to me. So I would love to see that. It'd be so cool. And just seeing Studio Mir doing anything is always a pleasure. So that would be great. Uh, next up is probably my favorite uh, comic of the last two years. I've been reading it diligently. It's phenomenal. I love it. Future Quest, which is basically all the Hanna-Barbera action series characters uh, fighting one big alien. You've got Johnny Quest, you've got Birdman, you've got Space Ghost, you've got the Herculoids, you've got the Impossibles, uh, and they all team up to fight this giant cosmic evil that's invading Earth, and it's so good and so fun, and I would love to see Warner Brothers Animation do this, because... Uh, Warner Brothers Animation released uh, a, a movie called Tom and Jerry Spy Quest in 2015, about June 2015, and it's literally just a Johnny Quest movie with uh, Tom and Jerry in it, and it's it's pretty great. Um, it, it has a very old-school style to it. It looks like an old episode of Johnny Quest. Not like an old, old episode, but like it looks like that old-school sort of uh, art design, but with like fluid animation of nowadays. It's really cool. Um, some of those Tom and Jerry movies are actually quite good. The, uh, the Sherlock Holmes one is good, too. Everybody should go check that out sometime. But I would love to see that, just that old-school style, uh, redone for this it would, it would be so cool just be just to see like all those characters like in animation again uh you know i because you know you've never seen uh, birdman or space ghost outside of space ghost coast to coast and harvey birdman which isn't what they are it's just like a parody of things so it would be really cool to see them uh you know in action again doing stuff and impossibles the impossibles haven't been seen since their original cartoon it would be so cool to see a reboot of the impossibles um but yeah yeah, all those Hanna-Barbera characters, I would love to see them come back. The world of super adventure just come back to life. And uh, I would love to see Warner Brothers Animation pull that off. It'd be so cool. Uh, next up is probably one of the better arcs of the Rebirth uh, arc in DC is Green Arrow. I've actually enjoyed this title a lot. Um, it, it's off of the New 52. They've sort of scrapped a lot of the New 52 Green Arrow stuff. Um, and kind of brought him back over into, you know, uh, some of the, 
some of the, the, the old school Green Arrow tides. Uh, there's a lot of the there's a lot of the TV show in it, uh, which is good because Arrow, well, the first bit of Arrow, it's not too great right now, but uh, at the beginning, Arrow was actually pretty good, and uh, they kind of brought that back in. Uh, you know, they they, they kind of brought in a, a good a good supporting cast, a good Arrow family, as it were, because the Bat family has the Bat family. Green Arrow has the Arrow family, which is typically uh, Black Canary. Uh, Shadow, all these other characters that kind of come in and, uh, you know, kind of help Wally with his problems, and it's all street-level heroes beating up a bunch of super-powered thugs, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I, I would love to see that come back. I would love to see Greg Weissman take that on, the uh, creator of Gargoyles, uh, the creator of uh, uh, Young Justice. Everybody knows Greg Weissman. Greg Weissman's amazing. Um, but he did a short uh, for DC Animation, for Warner Brothers Animation, the DC Shorts. He did a short with Green Arrow, and it's probably one of my favorite shorts they've ever done. Um, he seems to really get the Green Arrow character very well. He even does it very well in Young Justice, uh, this sort of self-deprecating uh, uh, guy who's just trying to do right but always kind of screwing up. Um, it, it's It's very... Uh, endearing the way that he writes him, or that he embodies uh, Green Arrow. Very, it's, it's very well done. Um, and probably one of the best uh, moments for Black Canary ever is in that short. So definitely uh, Green Arrow, if they brought back any sort of Green Arrow that's adapted from the new comic, I'd be fine if it was adapted from the new comic, because it's quite good. Uh, have Greg Weissman take that up and give him whatever studio, probably Warner Brothers Animation, obviously. Uh, and finally, again, with Warner Brothers Animation to pick this up, but there is no one else to pick this up because it would be amazing. Uh, I'm, I'm not joking. Uh, the Legend of Wonder Woman. I talked about this on our Wonder Woman episode with Jay in London. It's phenomenal. Uh, it's so good. Uh, it's the best thing I've read uh, in a long, long time. Uh, the Legend of Wonder Woman basically is the retelling of the origin of Wonder Woman. Back in World War II, when she came over uh, helping Steve Trevor, and she uh, basically left her island to help mankind against the Nazi threat. Uh, she even joins up as a nurse to help, uh, you know, to help the injured on the, on the battlefield. Um, uh, because back then, you know, women couldn't fight on the front lines and everything. Uh, so she basically became a frontline nurse uh, just to be out there uh, and help them uh, before she even got her powers. And then uh, her powers are later bestowed upon her by uh, by the gods, by the patrons. And she, by night, uh, she basically goes out as Wonder Woman and, you know, takes down Nazi, you know, Nazi planes and tanks and, you know, just beats the crap out of them because she's searching for the Duke of Deception. Which is this uh, someone who is who has hold of a of an ancient uh, sort of artifact that's uh, he stole from Themyscira. So he has she has to go find that guy and you know take him out before she can turn. Uh, but just the characterization of everybody is so good. Uh, Etta Candy and the Holiday Girls are great in this. It's just so fun. Uh, you know, Etta Candy is just this 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 really bombastic. Uh, in-your-face Texas girl. Um, Diane is this very reserved, tall Amazon who doesn't really speak that much and speak quietly, but she can totally take out everybody in the room. It, it's really cool. Uh, it, it, the art is beautiful. The writing is great. The adventure is so much fun. Uh, I love The Legend of Wonder Woman, and I need Warner Brothers to realize that they have this property sitting 
in the vault, and they can make an animated series out of this, uh, or an animated movie out of this. They've done Wonder Woman, it got a re-release, Wonder Woman's gonna be a hot ticket now, because apparently this movie is doing pretty well, it's gonna be doing pretty well. The, uh, the, the reviews are in, it seems to be pretty, uh, a good movie, which is great. Um, I, I haven't seen it yet, but I, I'm super optimistic about it. The money's gonna start rolling in for this character, so, uh, expect a lot more of this. I think DC needs to get on the ball, uh, Warner Brothers needs to get on the ball and start making, uh, you know, adventures of Wonder Woman, uh, you know, a, a thing. Like, make make some adventures, make an animated series, or just do out some, uh, some movies from some of her better, uh, properties. And The Legend of Wonder Woman is a great place to start. It's so good. It's a period piece. Uh, just definitely, definitely adapt that. It would be so good to see. Uh, it's, 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 it's heartwarming. It's, it's, it's adventurous. It's fun. It's funny. Uh, it's, it's great. Just do it. Yeah, go, go do it, DC. I want you to do this now. Uh, but that's it. That's my seven, guys. That's my seven comic books that I would love to see made into animated series. Again, I hope you guys liked this uh, format. Uh, speaking directly to you and not to anybody else is a little bit weird, so uh, sorry if there's any awkwardness uh, listening to this, but it's a little odd for me. Uh, just speaking to the microphone, speaking to you guys. Uh, I typically like to fire back and forth off of people. Uh, it works better, but, uh, you know, uh, it was last minute, and I wanted to make sure you guys didn't end up with nothing this week, so I uh, figured I'd just run with it, take it on the ball, and do this. This won't be a regular thing. Again, uh, I promise to kind of keep it going, but when holidays come around, it just gets kind of crazy, and it's it's been nuts. I've gone week after week after week without missing a single time, so I just couldn't schedule something this week uh, that worked with me and worked with everybody else, so uh, just forget it. Uh, this is what you're getting. So uh, write me, uh, write me, email me, tweet at me, uh, Facebook at me. Tell me if this was the worst thing ever, or if this was fine, and uh, you know, uh, maybe maybe I can do some more in the future to help out, space out some of this stuff. But um, uh, right now, I'd like to give you a little bit of uh, news for everything, which is pretty cool. Uh, we now have merch. We now have uh, animation destination merch in the stores. Uh, we have a T Public page, uh, the DNN has a T-Public uh, page where we upload our, we can upload our art. Uh, anything you buy off of there, the majority of it goes to T-Public. We don't have to print or ship or do anything with the, with the shirts. We just upload the art. You guys order it, and we get a small bit out of that, and all of that will go to help uh, fund the DNN, uh, the Destination Nation Network, uh, which is the network we work on on, on here. It's super cool. Um, so go check it out. I've got Animation Destination shirts up there. There's a Destination Louisville shirt. Uh, also, Damn Good Podcast has a shirt up right now. And there's going to be more to come. There's going to be more designs and more ideas. Uh, we're going to upload them. It'll be, it'll, it should be a good time. So hopefully, uh, you know, uh, go, go check it out and uh, it, buy something if you want. I mean, if you want it, go right ahead. Uh, you know, they, they, they come, the, the Animation Destination shirt comes in all sorts of, all sorts of sizes. It's got long sleeve, short sleeve, any color you want. I 
recommend Royal Heather. Uh, Royal Heather Blue is very good with that, and that's the one that I got. Uh, I probably sent a picture out of it this week on uh, my Twitter and Facebook and everything, so go check that out. It should be pretty fun. And in the coming weeks, in the coming weeks, uh, to celebrate uh, Legend of Korra coming out uh, on July 17th, or no, July 27th, of 2017, uh, the new Korra comic is going to be hitting, Turf Wars, it's going to be hitting on that week, so on that week, or every other week leading up to then, we've got about eight weeks to that point, so every other week, we're going to be doing a Legend of Korra episode uh, for each book, for one through four, each each uh, season, they call them books, uh, for each season one through four of Legend of Korra. So uh, next week should probably be a Legend of Korra episode, I think. If not, I'll uh, correct that, but uh, it should be a Legend of Korra episode, then something else, then season two of Legend of Korra, something else, season three, something else, and then finally on the week that that's coming out, that Thursday, so the day after the book comes out, will be uh, Legend of Korra season four, It'll be book four uh, on that week. So... That's a cool. That's a fun little plan that I devised the other day, and I was super happy with it. So that's what's coming out. Uh, that's what we're doing this week. So that's it for this episode of Animation Destination Podcast. You can check us out at animationdestination.com for all our written all our written reviews. Destinationcomics.com/slash/dnn. You can find all of our uh, podcasts on that website right there. Uh, you can also uh, check us out on Facebook at Animation Destination and on Twitter at Animation Pod. Guys, that's going to do it for this week. It's been a crazy one. Thanks a lot for sticking with it. And again, let me know if this was horrible or if it was the best thing ever or somewhere in between. Just uh, tweet me or Facebook me down below. It should be a good time. But anyway, that's it, guys. Uh, we'll see you next week. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening. DNN.